recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are back in person together, live on the White Comforter. On the White Comforter that is not stained. Yes. The whatever I used. Um, no free ads here, but this spray that is specifically made to get wine stains out. It worked like a charm. Worked like a charm. It was great. So maybe I'll reach out to them. And <laughs> once we uh, get paid to do an ad read, I'll, I'll let you guys know the brand. But <laughs> until then, it's a mystery. Honestly, I am just happy to be recording in person again because I miss seeing you face to face. I was over your illness and I was ready. <laughs> My illness. I know it's tragic. I was ready to hang out again, drink some wine together. Yeah, it's been over three weeks. And, How depressing is that? And we did eat cauliflower pizza, for those wondering. Yes, and we're drinking red wine. So we're back, full health. We're here to do a full episode, and we even have a guest here. Yes, we do have a guest, and that guest is Logan Lewis. Welcome. Hey, Logan. Hi. So a little bit about Logan. I'll let him do his own intro, but he um, is the CEO and founder of Binge Media, and he hosts three podcasts. Um, he's a co-host, but he's basically the main host for all of them. But he's a professional, more yeah. professional than us. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually were on his podcast, Whatever I Want, I guess. Last Friday. Yeah. So check out our episode. Um, but yeah, Logan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, um, can you hear me okay? Oh, we mm-hmm. can. Okay, perfect. Um I, yeah, like you said, I started um, Binge Media not too long ago, but I started potting back in, um, I don't know, the year, a few years ago, and um, I started more and more and more of them, and then I finally got to the point where I wanted to put them all under an umbrella, um, and that's why I started Binge Media, but in, in regards to me, I am a resident of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, oh, yeah. All the ATL people. ATL. We have um, some ATL listeners. Yeah, we, we have a pretty good uh, listener population out of Atlanta. So, shouts. Yeah. <laughs> shouts to the ATL, whatever they're called. Millies. Um, <laughs> Come the, on. The Millie, sorry, my bad. The Millies. Um, yeah, and I... I'm, early 20s just like uh just like the mills and mimosas hosts and um yeah that's that's i don't know i, I don't i'm, I'm real i've always been really bad with telling people about myself you don't have like a fun fact or anything like i always tell people that i have a freckle in my eye like that's my my icebreaker fact like to go around the classroom you know my my icebreaker fact is that i'm left-handed but i play sports right-handed interesting wow. okay um my fun fact is usually that I have podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nothing new to the people who are listening now because right. hey, I support it. So wait, can we hear a little bit, a little brief summary of each of your podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the OG, um, the one I started way back when, uh, it was then referred to as Hold On To Your Butts, uh, <laughs> which is a movie quote. And if you either of you can name that movie, I will be very impressed. No, I'm terrible with movies. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, cinema knowledge and like facts. No, miss me with I that. I feel like I know the movie, but I can't name it. It's, Is it like a Jurassic Star Trek Park. movie? Oh, okay. It's okay. Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> that was one of my favorite 
if not my favorite movie of all time. Um, shouts to the people who said in their cars or at their desks, Jurassic Park, you, you know I'm with y'all. Um, yeah, but Binge Boys is what it's referred to as now. It's a pop culture, movies, music, TV, sometimes some gaming in there, uh, and sometimes some current events. And we, me and my boys Pearson and Zach, not my sons, my friends, um, we, uh, we talk about all that stuff. We review it. We're constantly watching, listening, binging. There's the name there. Um, there you go. And... Uh, and just giving our thoughts on it and recommending things to people. You know, we're always, you know, the, it's, it's such an uncertain time we're in with people being at home all the time. Everyone's constantly binging something on Netflix or listening to a new album or something. And we like to provide that, uh, our takes on that stuff so that people know what to, to watch first or to watch next. Sorry. Very appropriate um, in this day and age. Are you guys like coming at it from similar perspectives like what's what's the difference between your backgrounds obviously I know you guys are all friends so I'm sure you have a lot of commonalities there but do you guys have different tastes in music and movies and stuff like that um yes um Pearson he's a real big he's a real big drama guy he likes like mob movies he likes serious dramas a lot um I'm, of course he loves regular ass action movies superhero <laughs> movies comedies just like everybody does but um he's like that me and zach probably share more of an opinion pearson's also very uh music wise he's very lyrical he cares about the lyrics he could give two shits about can i cuss on here yeah, I can oh, cuss here. You guys, have you listened to this podcast? Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I'm really I, I, probably I, laughing with you asking that because <laughs> one feedback point that we get is always that we're very explicit and that we cuss a lot. That so. Madison says fuck every other <laughs> word. <laughs> no, um, don't hold back. Yeah, no. Uh, Pearson cares a lot about the lyrics, and I just care if if the beat's nice and I can bop my head to it. Like that's that's all I care about. I don't care about them talking about deep shit. Like I don't <laughs> give a damn. As long as like, it you're not really listening, it's just on the background while you're yeah. working or doing something else. Have yeah. you have you rated the Taylor Swift album yet? Um, I did. I, uh, what's your rating? I gave it a three out of five. Okay, I feel like that's a reasonable that's a reasonable rating. I would give it a two out of five, honestly. But I, I gave it that because that's not the Taylor that I like. That's uh, what I said. I missed like her real bops. Yeah, I, I wanted a bop, and while there's some quote unquote bops here. Uh, There's no bops. It all like, makes me want to cry. The more you listen to it, the more it bops, though. What would you give it, Madison? I would say like 3.5 out of okay. 5 stars. I would say 2.5. Oh, okay. You're going you low. You guys give half stars? Uh, we don't, but like you're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, I like it. Bending the rules for us. Yes. So yes what about the other podcast? Yeah. So um, What Are We is one I started not too long ago um, with my... Um, well, I, I tried, we tried dating in the past, uh, but it didn't work out. Um, and uh, we started a podcast about dating. Uh, so you guys, you guys had the what are we moment. You were like, are we friends? Are we dating? Yeah, well, well, I had that. She, she ghosted me. So. <laughs> but she came uh, back because I was saying she's ghosted me. But then I, I slid back in them DMs and I was like, hey, if we can't date, that's cool. Let's just be real good friends. And that's what happened. And then she was like, oh my God, let's start a podcast. And to anybody that knows me, if you tell me, let's start a podcast, it's done in the next like week. So. <laughs> wow. That's a very inspirational story. Like, you know, you just got to slide in the DMs and like persevere and maybe one day you'll end up co-hosting a podcast together. 
you miss 100% of the shots you don't shoot. This is true. So, um, and then finally, the one that I had you guys on, um, whatever I want was was started for from the inspiration of like Joe Rogan uh, interview style. I wanted it to be solo, me by myself talking about whatever I want. Eat, most of the episodes is centered around a guest, um, but they don't have to be. I haven't recorded a solo epi yet, but um, literally just me to talk whatever I want. If I want to talk about sharks for 30 minutes, like I'm going to talk about sharks for 30 minutes, it's just whatever I want. And then obviously with having guests, it's the, it's like promoting or like highlighting creators or small businesses or uh, family and friends. I had my grandparents on there for their 59th anniversary a couple weeks ago. That's yeah, so cool. I was going to say, I saw that you had your grandparents on and I think that's one super cool to just like, I don't know, I can't imagine what grandparents takes are on podcasts in general since it's totally not their media platform, but um, I don't know. I like that you have such an array of different guests because it's not specifically targeted towards necessarily other podcast hosts or just family members or just friends. Like it's a little bit of everything. And it's, and when I started it, I had no intentions with it. I wanted literally just a platform for me. Um, I don't care if it ever gets big, to be honest. Like I just wanted it for me because like, I'm sure Joe Rogan, he talks to, of course, like actors and uh, musicians and, and athletes and stuff. And he probably gains a lot of knowledge through all of their experiences. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do too. I'm just trying to learn. I'm trying to I get. Think, yeah. I th- honestly think that's what makes it so unique because it has so many, it brings in so many different aspects of life. Like one person could be super attracted to one episode based on whoever the guest is that week. And then maybe the next episode attracts a completely different person. Exactly. So I, I've also been a fan of like, not painting yourself into a corner, like, hence our podcast has really no rhyme or reason, no uh, standard topics. Like, sometimes we're a relationship podcast, sometimes we're a dog mom podcast, sometimes we're a single girls podcast. Like, it really just depends. And I, I like that because we can basically come here once a week and just talk about whatever we want and not feel like we have to abide by certain rules. So yeah. I was really um, kind of a fan of your podcast because I was like, whatever you want, like, hell yeah, like, <laughs> just do whatever you want, that's so cool. Yeah. Totally yeah. supportive of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, going off of the fact that even though we don't try to pigeon pigeonhole ourselves into being a relationship podcast, we are, so <laughs> we would like to ask you about your relationship status. Are you single, taken, what's the deal? I am a widow of, um, no, I'm I'm not a widow. That that was not the word I was searching for, and <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I am in a relationship. That is been, totally or, different than being a widow. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. I don't know Complete how those words got confused. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's been a day. Um, <laughs> I am in a relationship uh, with a wonderful, wonderful human being. Um, on the dating podcast, I don't give her name out. She requested that. So I might keep it the same. Her nickname on that dating podcast is Wanda. Okay. Um, I was going to ask that because I saw something and I was like, is his girlfriend's name really Wanda? And I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> I'm glad to know that it's just a... Yes, that is an alias. That is not her real name. Um, uh, yeah. So I, uh, 
I've been dating her for a, quite a few months now. I mean, we officially became an official, official thing in like March, but we like met back in November. Yeah, first date was in November and um, I couldn't be, I couldn't be happier. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. We love to hear it. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met on Hinge. Hell um, yeah. We just talked about dating apps, um, not last week, but the week before. Mm -hmm. And Hinge seems to be like the only one that has real success. Actually, no, we we've had some Bumble. Yeah, we've we've heard some Bumble relationships of success, but I feel like Hinge right now in this past year or so Mm -hmm. is kind of the hot spot. Oh yeah, for sure. We um we we clicked pretty pretty quick. Um, yeah, she's just. She's a remarkable human being, and um, I uh, I love her so much. And uh, she she oh. took she took me out of my uh, my fuckboy phase. I was quite <laughs> yes. I was See, quite... we are here for that because uh, you know a couple weeks ago we had two dudes, one dad. If you've heard about them, we had yeah. them on, and <laughs> they had quite the array of individuals in their little podcast bunch. But. Um, we're just so happy to hear about a man that has been taken out of the fuckboy phase. We want our listeners to know it is possible. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's if if uh, yeah. It's it's totally possible. I was going on dates multiple nights a week with multiple different women. I was sleeping around. I was I was doing the whole shebang. Um, but shebang, um, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Right. And when I met her, I had no intentions of getting into a serious relationship, but the more I saw, like, you know, when, before we became exclusive, exclusive, when I would go out with other people, I would just keep thinking back to, um, to, to her. And a few months back, I kind of went through this small phase where I was like, you know, I'm not really like, like yearning for her when, when she's not around me, but I've gotten to the point where like, if, if I stay over with her or she stays over with me and the next night we're apart, like it doesn't feel right. Like she's gotta be by my side. I love this girl. She's Oh my God. That's so <laughs> not to be a, I'm a total simp right now, but, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, Hey, we yeah, were that's, that's, that's Wanda and I, <laughs> I love, why did you come up with Wanda? Me and Kim clearly say our boyfriend's real names on the podcast. They didn't really have a choice in that matter though. <laughs> so I think one of the main reasons that she wanted me to disguise her is because she is a teacher. Uh-huh. And it being a dating podcast, I didn't want to air out anything like sexual or anything that makes and, a lot of sense. in her school district or somebody hearing it. But um, Wanda, honestly, it's the first thing that came to mind. It was, um, it was, either, oh no, I'm sorry. It was Karen that came to mind first because, oh because of all the Karen memes and everything. Right. So I, uh, yeah, I, I was like, oh, shit, I can't do Karen. So uh, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> so does that make you Cosmo? That's exactly what that makes me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you immediately picked up on that because I was like, shit, should I say this? Are they going to get it? I mean, we're not that old. Sometimes <laughs> I think that we're super old. We were like, scrolling through some new podcasts we were just like exploring on our instagram earlier (laughs) that were hosted by like 18 year olds and i'm like fuck millennials we're like fucking antiquated as fuck yeah like you know how we look at um what are they like the baby boomers and we're like oh those are old people like i wonder if gen z looks at us and they're like millennials those are old people like those are the people that used to babysit me when i was younger (laughs) which is true it's very true but 
yeah, I, I, I definitely feel older when I, I have two younger si siblings and like, I'll be like listening to music at my parents' house or something like, well, my parents have a, my parents have like this pool bar sitch in their, in their basement and backyard. When are we oh, invited? Yeah. <laughs> Come on down. Let's go. Um, <laughs> and shouts to John and Steph. And they, um, are those their real names? Or is that, that, is, their, that is their real name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, and they, uh, and we often have music going and I'll be listening to something that I, I think is popular and, and hip and my sister will come and be like, give me the ox. Like you're <laughs> done. It's on like TikTok hits 2020. Exactly. <laughs> so you said your siblings are younger. Is your sister like in the TikTok phase right now? Oh, she's full blown in the TikTok phase. And oh no, you know, those, um, those TikToks, like pretty much all of them are just people using those doing those dances yeah me <laughs> do you do them honestly don't look at my tiktok it's embarrassing i'm immediately going to find it but, <laughs> um i'm on my sister's tiktok here and there i mean uh I, I do some dances i do the you know the boom 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 oh that's the easy one yeah, yeah. we were that's just talking about it about TikTok dances this weekend because my friend, I mentioned this last week, she's launching a boutique, a clothing boutique. And she was like, I want you guys to do some TikTok dances in my clothes. Cause we were taking some photos of us in her new line of clothes that she's launching. And she's like, can you do a TikTok dance in that? And I'm like, I literally only know like three TikTok dances, <laughs> but we can definitely do the, the boom, boom, boom one. And if oh, no yeah. one knows what we're talking about. Yeah, because no one can see. We're on Zoom right now. So it's like the shoulder tap, shoulder tap, like hand in the air and you're like shaking Shane your butt or whatever. It's yeah. like, do, yeah, do, I, do. <laughs> I, can't, I can't throw it low or throw it back, as they say. So um, that's about the only dance I can do. There's no, there's no ass shakage here. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think anyone above the age of 22 should be doing TikTok dances, so that's my opinion. I don't know. I'm here for, like, Ashley Tisdale doing TikTok dances. Jessica She's Alba like, is out there doing them, too. Yeah. Okay, I feel like there's, a there's like, a gap, like, 22 to, like, 35, 38. I don't know. That's bullshit. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you're a Gen Z or if you're a baby boomer, but millennials, it's kind of embarrassing. Honestly, I do love the moms on TikTok. Tick, TikTok. TikTok. That that shows my age. Yeah. TikTok. They're like crushing it. There's like all these hot moms doing TikTok dances. I'm like, fuck. Okay, speaking of older people, I for brief like less than 15 minutes got on TikTok yesterday. I know, big deal for me, but I saw the first video that came up. Do we call them videos, TikToks, whatever? Videos, it yeah. was a a girl who like I guess had done Photoshop to her boyfriend to make him look older and it was like a like sappy song and she was like I was 19 when I met him and he was 62 and like we fell in love and traveled the world together and it was like a montage of all of these like photos together and he looked like legit old. Wait, I feel like I saw this but I literally thought the man was old. So did I, I. apparently that, not. I feel bamboozled. I feel bamboozled. I definitely saw the same thing. I had to, I had I to read the, the same, comments. I saw the I... same damn thing and that guy is legit old. <laughs> This is why millennials need to stay off TikTok is because we don't, we don't get the joke. Wait, I thought he was really like an old man and she was like 22 and she fell in love with him. Okay, well, apparently it's like a trend. There's multiple videos, but all of them are fake. Wait, all of them are fake. Yes. I literally feel bamboozled. Well, because I texted my friend group who like 
the, my two best friends are like really into TikTok. And I sent them this and I was like, what the hell is this? And like one girl was like, yeah, this is like a trend apparently. Like, <clears throat> I don't understand. The other girl was like, you guys know it's fake, right? I was like, what? So I like went to the comments and everyone was like, everyone freaking out. Like, and they were like, who else came to the comments just to make sure that this like wasn't real. But she tagged like her boyfriend and I clicked on his profile and I was like, okay, he's not 62. He's definitely like 17. <laughs> and so now that, like once I looked back, I was like, okay, no 62 year old would be wearing these like hype beast outfits, like a beanie with like your hood up and like joggers and like fresh kicks. Now and he that, has like a gray beard. I was like, this just isn't normal. Now and that I like think kissing. about it, oh my god! Now that I think about it, I've definitely seen more <laughs> than one of these videos. Okay, well maybe I wasn't the only one, which makes me feel better. No, but clearly for- all three of us here were all <laughs> fools. It, it was like thanks to everyone who supported us. I was like, what the hell? No one should be supporting this nonsense. Oh my gosh! See, yeah, I think I think that just showed my age. We are definitely too old for TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, like, imagine getting on, and that's, like, your first video, and I was like, uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's going on in this world? <laughs> I am not here for this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, nobody's getting off TikToks mid-pod, except for me. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, are you getting a TikTok off right now? I didn't post, I posted a video that was filmed a while ago. It's me doing my impression of the dude that sings the SpongeBob theme song. Oh, God. It's painfully good i was painfully drunk like it was a it was a bad night for me i think you gotta drop that at yeah drop your tiktok at for all of our gen z followers lewis rocks with an x (laughs) oh my god that reminds me my first um aim screen name was muffins rock well okay i guess it's not rocks with an x but kind of reminds me the same thing it was muffins rock three six five i think why because I was, like, really obsessed with muffins. You know, like, the jumbo ones that would come in, like, the four-pack from, like, Sam's Club or something? Like, yeah. the chocolate chip? I like the, um... With the, the sugar le- crystals on top? I like the lemon poppies. <laughs> oh, my God. Yum. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I never snore. I can't believe I just did that. I'm confused. You guys are both wearing white. How have you not spilled that wine on those white t-shirts? I was gonna say, you kind of look like you have a little wine spill right Oh no, this isn't wine. This is from my smoothie earlier today. Okay, because I was gonna say, why would you wear like a stained shirt to work? Because like, this is, she came in what she went to work in. Guys, I'm wearing a tie-dye skirt right now, and I walked out of the house this morning, and Ross is like, what's your deal with tie-dye lately? (laughs) Um, Ross, have you seen the trends lately in 2020? Yeah, it's tie-dye or dye. Yeah, I went to this clothing store today. Sorry, Logan, we're totally just, like... No, I don't care. ...taking over your feature here, but it's, like, tie-dye pajamas are, like, clothes now. Yeah, basically. I don't understand. Does your girlfriend wear (laughs) tie-dye? Um, I have not yet seen her in (laughs) tie-dye. Next time she wears tie-dye... She's probably normal. (laughs) You're gonna be like, oh, I get it, it's the trend. I don't think I own any tie-dye. I feel like I don't own any tie-dye except for like my old middle school t-shirts. As a guy, I feel like the only acceptable way to wear tie-dye now is if you're like a hippie and you're wearing like a Grateful Dead shirt that's tie-dyed or if you're a hype beast. I feel like I want a a tie-dye bucket hat. I feel like I love those vibes. Oh my god. So my best friend, she just asked me to be her maid of honor. Wow. I'm excited. Love that but for you. 
she's a big she's a big trend person and she's all in on bucket hats right now and as her gift to asking people to be or to come to her bachelorette party because it's going to be like a tropical bachelorette party she wants to send them a bucket hat oh my gosh honestly there's not many better things to get than a bucket hat yeah well again today when i was at the store like above the tie-dye pajamas there were like three different color like bucket hats i'm i was like this is a a strange table of of clothing but i found a bucket hat from ross's parents like honeymoon i guess they bought it like when they went when they honeymooned in the bahamas and ross like had it in a suitcase of his for when we unpacked and he was like oh, I haven't worn that thing, like, in forever. Like, you can just get rid of it. And I was like, (laughs) no. oh, that's funny, because I'm going to be wearing this the next time I'm on a boat. (laughs) I want to go on a boat so bad. Oh, I feel you. Are are there any lakes near? Uh, Yeah, there's a few. Um, But I don't have a boat. I honestly, I, like, really want a boat. I was in West Virginia this past weekend, and... The place that we were staying, it was like really, um, it was really nice, but it was like right by a lake and we went paddle boarding and I was like, honestly, I would just love a boat or like a jet ski or something like take out, but gotta love those summer activities. I don't know what I would do with a boat in the winter time because it's cold. Here, Ross but. has talked about potentially getting a boat and I'm like, I will do anything if you get a boat, like, please get a boat. I will do anything if Ross gets a boat. Can we all like chip in and just get a boat? I mean... Yeah, I've got some savings. Let's go. <laughs> I'm down. So Shouts we have some Ross exciting for not news. Following me on any social platforms. I'm sorry. Shouts to Nick for following me on everything, but shouts to Ross for not following me on anything. Cool, bro. <laughs> oh, Ross doesn't do social media really. I mean, he his last Instagram was from two years ago, and it's the ugliest photo of me to ever exist. I hate talking about it. It really just makes me sad inside. <laughs> Because I think all of his followers think I'm ugly because of this photo. Oh, stop. It's a photo of me after running a 5K, for the record. Wow. He was so proud of me, though. It's funny because, like, they cannot be more opposite, but, like, they're still friends. Like, like they're literally hanging out right now, like, having dinner together. And, like, I feel like you and I, we're not opposite, but we're pretty different. But we yeah. still hang out, too. Yeah. Opposites obviously. attract. <laughs> they sure um, do. But I want to say, so speaking of like boats and summertime, we have some very, very exciting news. We secured our first sponsor for this podcast. Sponsor, sponsor, <laughs> let's go. Are we just going to uh, record that bit and just play it like in a loop every yeah. time we do a sponsor ad read? We are. Anyway, um, the sponsor is Johnny Fly Sunglasses. And let me just tell you guys, like, before we got them as a sponsor, I've owned two pairs of their sunglasses. I am obsessed with their sunglasses. They are a local Charlotte company. Um, their store is actually just a few blocks from my new place. So pretty convenient for any future purchases I'll be making. But they're totally online too. So very um, yeah, accessible to anybody. Exactly. So they have a huge online presence. Or if you're in Charlotte, you can swing by their um, flagship store in Noda. But all of their frames are made from organic acetate or natural wood and metal. And all of their frames come polarized, which I think is a game changer, especially in the summertime, like we were saying, being out on the boat, 
you want polarized shades. Right, because we care about our eyesight here and we don't want to have to pay like $50 extra, you know, like some companies, not going to name any names, but um, Ray-Bans that make you pay extra for polarizing. Like that's just not cool. Yeah, make them all polarized, baby. Yeah. On top of that, um, they have a warranty and repair program. So if you break your sunglasses or something happens with them, they got you. You give them a call, you send them an email, and they will hook you up. Their customer service is top-notch, seriously. Like, they're always willing to help, be responsive. Like, again, you can't ask for any more. It's great. On top of their sunglasses, they also have uh, blue light protecting glasses. They have prescription lenses. They really have it all when it comes to the sunglasses. Um, and they have so many different styles. I don't know if you guys have seen my most recent Instagram post. I'm rocking a pair there. Um, but there are so many great styles from like an aviator style to, you know, the classic round sunglasses. They've really got the style for like anyone, guys and girls. Yeah. Um, plus, they also have a great leather collection. So anyone looking for a great quality leather duffel bag, camera bag, anything, uh, laptop yeah. bag, great stuff. Um, and we have a promo code for you guys. Yes, the best news yet. And the promo code is... Me, me, 20. So M-I-M-I-20, like millennials and mimosas. And it's for 20% off, which is like a major discount because yeah. these sunglasses are already like very fairly priced, but 20% off that is like Even better. Of. And also you can go to johnnyflyco.com slash millennials and mimosas. That's johnnyflyco.com. <laughs> slash millennials and mimosas we'll like slip it in the in the podcast notes or on our instagram so but yeah mimi 20 check them out everyone <laughs> i just love that can all of our codes be mimi 2020 not mimi 2020 just mimi oh, 20 sorry oh my god mimi 20 <laughs> <laughs> it's cute well when we like were coming up with our instagram handles or whatever we wanted to shorten the millennials and mimosas thing because it didn't fit but we I should mean, have just done Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi. Logan is like dying laughing over there watching I, us. The only reason this makes me uncomfortable is because Nick's grandma's name is Mimi. So like when I say that, I think about her. What do you call your grandparents? Grandma and Poppy. Actually, oh God, I didn't want to say this, but my grandpa actually passed away like last weekend. Very sad. I know. Like, why did I just share that on a podcast? I'm sorry, everyone. But thoughts and prayers. Killing the can. vibe. But yes, sending Poppy, love to the fam. Poppy, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, grandma's just grandma. Grandma. What about you, Logan? What do you call your grandparents? I call my grandmother Mima, and <laughs> I I call grandpa either Gramps, Grandpa, or Papa. Papa. I Papa. I just find it so interesting what people call their grandparents because it really does range. I mean, I just call my grandma Grandma and Grandpa, and then I call my Grammy my grandma Grammy just to like piss her off honestly because she hates being called grammy she's like if you call me grammy like stop that's I, funny i am grandma i love the names that are like for like younger grandparents like my friend her sister is pregnant and like having a baby and they've decided that their mom is going to be called lolly because i guess they're going to do like lolly and like pops like, Wait, that's cute. Yeah, because, like, Lolly isn't, like, grandma. Like, it doesn't make you feel old. It's just, like, Lolly, which is kind of cute, right? 
I guess. It's just kind of weird, though, because, like, I don't really get, I mean, I get the context, but. Also, imagine a baby trying to say lolly. Like, I can barely say that. I know. Grandma (laughs) is probably easier, honestly. Yeah, or, like, Grammy, or, like, Mama, Mimi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, so go buy Johnny Fly sunglasses. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited. Mimi 2020. Mimi 20. (laughs) I honestly, I forgot the name of the pair that I have that I just posted a photo in, but I'll drop it on the social medias, and everyone can Yeah, I'm about to get a pair, too, the UFO frames. Yeah. So... Y'all check it out. Logan, are you going to get a pair? Of these sunglasses? Actually, yes. I actually um, was telling one of my coworkers today that I needed to get some new shades. Um, and I think I'm going to use that promo code. Yeah, because hey, we, uh, just, we just sold you with that ad read, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm going right. to try to buy some generic pair from like Walgreens, but pff, I'll use your promo code. I, w- I will say like something hits different about like a local brand like I just hate being that basic bitch like I've been that basic bitch but I hate being that basic bitch so when you can be a little bit different that's a game changer yeah they for have sure. really cool designs on here so yeah y'all go go check them out yeah thanks Logan Thank we, you, we got your cosign we love it <laughs> yeah I'm looking at a pair right now that I might have to cop mid epi <laughs> They're super unique. I You're going to be that. the first person to use our promo code since the air, this episode doesn't drop until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if this is a part of your ad and pardon me for butting into your ad, but they have a, and they don't sponsor any of my pods guys, but you can try them for free and take the pairs home and your card isn't charged. And then within five days, you decide if you like them or not. And then they charge your card. Oh, who knew? Uh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Honestly, I, I mean, there's just, there's too many good things. We just don't even have enough time to read all of the, the benefits, but <laughs> seriously, like, why don't you already have a pair of Johnny Fly sunglasses in your cart? Like, this is honestly the longest ad read of all time, but I am here <laughs> for it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. Now. Okay, so <laughs> that brings us to our weekend recap, which I know Logan is ready to weigh in on. So Kim and I had ourselves quite the weekend we did not hang out together this is actually our first time seeing each other IRL in like a month yeah Yeah. so I actually went up to the lake slash mountains it's a lake on the no it's a a lake in the mountains it's a lake in the mountains sorry I didn't know how to explain that (laughs) and I did uh a little bit of vineyard touring so I was living my best life Napa girl you were like, um, this is how you pour the wine, actually? Guys, uh, let me tell you something. So we go to the first vineyard. It's a little bougie. And I, one of the girls, it wasn't like a traditional tasting. So they didn't like bring you one wine and then explain it and then bring you the next wine. They kind of just gave you a flight of wines and did like a quick little summary. Okay. Um, was it bougie then? Cause, uh... I mean, it was still nice, but it wasn't Napa level <laughs> nice. So one of the girls is like, oh, so, like, Madison, you were just in Napa, so, like, explain to us how this all works. So, I'm sitting there trying to explain, like, the legs when you swirl the wine and, like, the tannins and all of the, like, wine turns that you have when you're getting, doing wine tastings and stuff. And honestly, these girls are eating it up. They straight up think that everything I'm saying is straight out of, like, a fucking sommelier's mouth. (laughs) 
and, God. and I little do they know and obviously I'm eating this up because I'm like oh <laughs> yeah like brings me back to Napa brings me back to Milan brings me back to Napa everyone already knows so the one time she studied abroad then we also had a photo shoot at the vineyard where I'm pretty sure all of the vineyard workers thought we were influencers because we took about 10,000 photos. See, that that is where you lose me when you say photo shoot because those who know me know that, like, that is my least favorite thing to do. Like, I will get a picture, but take two, three pictures, maybe max, if none of them aren't good. Not getting a picture that day. Oh, no. We, we definitely took close to 5,000 between the eight of, seven of us. Jesus Christ. That sounds like... My worst nightmare. Logan, I hear you're a big vineyard guy, huh? So I became a vineyard guy over the weekend as well. Oh, um, this weekend. This wow. weekend. This was my first vineyard experience. Oh, we love to hear it. Um, I went, so pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, it was Wanda's birthday. Hell yeah. Yesterday. Happy birthday, Wanda. But me and her best friend, along with all of her close friends, decided to do a little surprise thing for her. Um, she thought she was just going to be spending the day with me going wine tasting. But when we pulled up, all of her friends were there under a tent. We've had uh, cooter boards. Uh, we had... Um, um, we do not call them that. <laughs> we had charcuterie boards. I can't even say the word. That's why I call them cooter boards. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. I'm just going to call them shark boards. We had some shark boards. Uh, it is shark week. Uh, but um, yeah, we, and they had wine slushies, y'all. Oh. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm not a wine guy. I've never been a wine guy. This weekend was my first real wine experience. And I got Liddy off of some wine slushies. You need to be a wine guy, honestly. Wait, what's your normal drink of choice if you don't drink wine? Well, I am allergic to hops, which is a ingredient in, if not most, all beer. Oh my so gosh. I, Whoa. So I can't drink beer um, anymore. I found that out this last year. It's just a, an a acquired thing. I went to the doctor and was like, "You, I used to binge drink in college, like, uh, like what the hell and she was like sounds like you just acquired an, an allergy to beer that's so, like so uh, unfortunate that's it, it, so it depressing is. so honestly i have no problem saying my drink of choice is any seltzer honestly like claws truly's any of wow. any of them or just crown and coke i'm a big crown boy i love that have you had high noons yet i have not had high noons let me tell you they're game good. changer yeah really I'm telling you, they're better than any seltzer, and I know that there's a bunch of hype around them and shit, but, like... Whoa, was this a free ad right now? This is a free ad, but <laughs> I'm sorry. High noons are bomb. But, yeah. What did you say? Crown and Coke? That's yeah, Ross's think, drink of choice. Yeah. Have you had the, um... Have you had Ew. the peach crown? Crown peach? Ugh. I have. It's so good. Gross. I'm gagging. I don't even like crown, but I like crown peach. Ew. It's pretty good. Kim, you got to give it a taste. Or vanilla crown. My go-to is green apple crown. Oh my God, isn't that what Ross likes too? Like the apple? Like Yeah, he likes, wait, is it apple? Is apple the other popular flavored one? Probably. Yeah, I think so. That's disgusting. Well, anyways, I'm a wine girl through and through. Um, I actually, what I had plans go to a vineyard this weekend, but it all fell through 
um, due to various reasons. Uh, but I think we're still going to go like wine bar hopping. I have some friends coming to town. It should be fun. Um, some social distancing and drinking wine and yeah, just all the good stuff. Yeah. Getting lit off those grapes, you know, how was your weekend last weekend though? Oh, oh, it was good. So I kind of talked about earlier, West Virginia, uh, we went for (laughs) Nick was playing in a golf tournament. Um, and I honestly, big golf girlfriend. <laughs> honestly, though, I was like not excited because I was supposed to go to the lake with Madison and friends, but I had already planned to go to this golf tournament with Nick and didn't want to be a bad girlfriend and kind of back out. But I was like, honestly, we just quarantined for two weeks together. Like, I kind of need a break from you, but I also didn't want to like <laughs> rush back into like a group hangout with my friends, like right after being sick. So we went to West Virginia. It was like really fun. Um, really fun, actually, like better than I expected. And Nick actually won his flight in the golf tournament. For those of you who don't know, like flights are like basically like your individual categories based on how good you are. Yeah. Your handicap and right. whatnot. <clears throat> he was in the best flight and he won his flight. So that was, so like, he basically won one basically, but <laughs> all the winners of the flights played in like a shootout and he didn't win the shootout. So so close. <laughs> but the entire weekend was so fun. Like, honestly, not, I, I don't want this to make me sound like an uppity bitch, but like, I want to be a golf wife. Like <laughs> I want, I want that life. I mean, if I could marry a PGA <laughs> tour player, I would fucking do it. Literally. Like it was just incredible to see like this 50 and up crew of women there who were just like, living their best life like go to the pool during the day and then like go to the like the luncheon that they had and then like go to the dinners that they had like the awards banquets and like eat all this nice food and dress in like designer stuff and I was like oh my god like that's a whole ass mood yeah it's a whole ass mood and like (laughs) And then when your husband or boyfriend or whoever, like, wins the tournament, like, you're just like, oh, chip on my shoulder. And like, I was like <laughs> I'm the queen of the fucking ball. And not to mention, like, they win a decent bit of money for winning, too. So I was like, hell yeah. Like, maybe <laughs> I should just, like, enroll Nick or, I mean, register him or whatever it's called in all these golf tournaments just to, like, make us some money. I'll just pimp him out. And then like, <laughs> before I know it, I'm going to be a rich golf wife, but... I support it. Honestly, it was it was like a my eyes were just open to a whole new world. You've got to be a wife first to be a golf wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel weird saying that, but you know, I yeah. mean, hopefully, eventually, I'll be a wife. Well, Kim is officially FBO with her boyfriend, <laughs> so that's pretty big news. Yeah. I'm wondering is is that is that have you just not been Facebook official? Yeah, I just I never did it. Like we kind of joked about it at the beginning, but I was like anti FBO because I just like. I didn't want to like make a scene on Facebook, but I was on (laughs) Facebook, like uploading all these pictures and changing my profile picture, which was like the first time I've really done personal stuff on Facebook like that in a long time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like add him as my boyfriend on Facebook, which like he's been (laughs) wanting to do it like since day one, but I was like, eh. So, but it was funny. My brother texted me and he was like, um, he was like, I just saw your thing on Facebook with Nick and like, I thought that y'all got engaged and I was about to freak out. <laughs> I was like, no, don't worry. Are you FBO with your girlfriend? We are not. In fact, um, yesterday when I posted a picture of her on Instagram, that was the first 
a piece of her that I've shared Evidence. on the internet. Um, I, I'm not a big, I don't want to be one of those people that's like gloating, you know, on social media about my relationship, kind of how KB just said she didn't want to make a, a thing of it on Facebook and attract attention and get all these people and like, right. I, I just didn't do it, but um, I felt her birthday was an appropriate thing and now she can't hang that over my head. I've put her on the grom and, um, at least and, you yeah. can say it's a pretty picture of her not like my boyfriend. <laughs> Well, I mean, luckily for you, they would just click the tag and see that you are a beautiful human being. Yeah. Well, my Facebook official relationship is still with my freshman year college roommate, who is still one of my best friends, and we are married on Facebook. This is wow. a girl, by the way. And uh, I we think it's just, I think it might just stay that way until the day we die. Her boyfriend has made jokes to me about it, too. He's like, wow, Madison, you won't even let me be in a relationship with her on Facebook. Like, you guys are married. And I'm like, yep, until the day we die, we're married. My gosh. <laughs> Some middle school shit, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm not. What was that? Did you guys hear something? No, it was just silence. Oh, my bad. I thought I heard somebody talking, but it was just really silent. I think my roommate downstairs was like yelling. Yelling? Um, what a loser. Um, um, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get some more wine. <laughs> yeah, get some more wine. Let's, let's chat it up. I have to open a new bottle, so it'll take it like a little bit. But... Okay, well, I thought this recording was going to cut us off, but I guess we can get into our next topic. Yeah. And we can just have Logan's opinion on it. I, I have some qu a question that I want to ask you to also. Maybe I'll ask you while she's opening the wine. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so we had this discussion this weekend, and I had an argument with people at work about this. So, okay. so if let's say that I'm throwing a party, and okay, let's say you're throwing a party, <laughs> and you're inviting you know, everybody, you're inviting the squad, you're inviting me, KB, you know, everybody. Right. And I'm out of town on vacation during your party. Right. Okay. Are you still sending me an invite knowing that I'm on vacation? Or are you like, he's on vacation, there's no way he can come anyway? You have to, okay, my take is if you're throwing out a group text, to like the whole squad in the group text, right? Like say you have a typical group text of your, your squad in your friend group in your city. You have to include them in that original text. You have to throw the group text out to everyone. You say, hey, look, I'm having people over on Friday night for a pregame or I'm having people over Friday night to celebrate my birthday or I'm having people over for whatever fucking reason. And you include that person, even if you know they're out of town. Just so they know that if they were in town, they are invited, and just so happens their plans somehow get canceled, they still have the invitation is open for them to to come join. Okay, so let me let me reword it then. So when I throw parties, um, I'm old fashioned and I use Facebook and I invite people to an event on Facebook. Okay, you so have to, you have to invite them damn really that is my opinion because it just avoids the drama that way even if you know that they're going out of town 
they still feel like they were included. Hmm. And I think it's more important to avoid the. I am all for avoiding the drama. Like, I'm pretty sure Kim was one in one of our texts about the mountain weekend, even though she wasn't coming. And everyone knew that she wasn't coming. Everyone knew she had other plans. But she was still happened to be in one of the texts just because she's in the squad. Right. And, like, Kim created a group text about a bunch of people going to a vineyard this weekend, which it's no longer happening, but that's besides the point. She created a group text. She included me in the group text, even though I told her multiple times that I would not be in attendance. I told her at least three or four times, I will not be going because I have a hair appointment. I will not be going because I have a hair appointment. But did she still include me in that group text? Yes, she fucking did. Common courtesy. And I feel, I feel, I am appreciative that I was included. It's almost like, even though you know you can't go, you still want to know what's going on, like, I just, I just want to know, like, what the plans are. (laughs) And that might be a girl thing, I will say, because girls are drama and bitchy and whatever. Um, But yeah, I feel like it's, it's a necessary, a necessary thing to do. Yeah. So like, if I'm on vacation, and one of like, the boys hits me with a text, it's like, you trying to go golfing. Right. I'd be like, dude, you know, I'm on vacation. Why would you even ask? See, you can't be rude like that. You, you right. You're right. I would probably you have to be, like, be like, thanks, man. Hit me up next weekend. I'll I mean, it's, it's different if, like, you're on vacation for work and somebody, like, invites you to something. Like, no, bitch. Look at my calendar. It says PTO. Like, I'm not going to be here. Like, of course I'm not coming. But honestly, if somebody asks me to do something when I already have plans, I'm, like, so flattered. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm busy, actually, but, you know, like, thanks anyway for the invite. Like, like I'm so fucking popular <laughs> that I've been invited to seven things this week, so I can't make it. I, <laughs> okay, easy, everyone. Like, I have horrible FOMO, so if you invite me, like, if I was going out of town, like, if me and Wanda were going on, like, a couple vacation or something, and mm-hmm. like Mads and KB were like, we're throwing a party, come on through. I'd be like, maybe we should skip the vacation and just go around to KB's place. I like, I hate not being able to be, because what you guys will learn about me is that I am very, very social. And like social events, like with big groups of people, I thrive for. I feel like me and you are very similar in that sense, Logan. And you, I also have very bad FOMO. But over the years, and also dating someone who has the opposite of FOMO, has been actually a very good balance for me and very healthy for me because he is not like, we need to be at this event. If anything, he's like, fuck that. I don't want to go to that event. <laughs> but in my mind, it's honestly helped me because it's made me realize like, not every pregame is as important as you think it is. And I still thrive in social settings and I still live for social get-togethers, but it makes me downgrade the importance of them a little bit because I do feel like if you're a person like you or me, you're like, God, like I'm exhausted. Like my mind is like trashed from work this week. Like I'm just so exhausted, but I really, I honestly could use a good 12 hour night's sleep. 
but I'm still like, I'm not fucking missing the party. Yeah. yeah, that's my problem too. Like, you can really burn the candle at both ends if you like are so captivated by your FOMO that you can't put your mental and physical health first. Yeah, and I mean, I think that that plays a lot into how people view mental health in different ways. You know what I mean? Like, some people are like, because of your level of social interaction, not even social interaction, but like social need, like I'm clearly an extrovert. I need people to feed my social life for <laughs> it to continue. To live, but I still do need to know when it's okay for me to take a break and like actually just hang out and like watch a movie. I'm a little bit of both. I I have my moments where like I'm just like nobody 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 talk to me. Like <laughs> I don't I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay in my bed. I want to watch Netflix. I want to like be eating chips like a fat ass, like shirtless, like like I'm just trying to do my thing this weekend. But the other part of me is just like I'm start I'm about to sound like a hypocrite. I was gonna be like, why didn't you invite me? Knowing that I didn't want to, even though I didn't want to do anything, you just flipped my me on my ass. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, once you're that person, you you want to be invited to it all. Like I'm not, I have no plans as of yet for this weekend. And if the guys go golfing without asking me, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, you are. But this kind of leads me into what we were you we were planning on talking about today, which is based on our typical relationship topics and. It's mental health and relationships. So I feel like this is kind of a good segue here. Um, Kim and I both definitely have our bouts of anxiety, and we've definitely been pretty open with that on the podcast in the past. Um, and talking about that in a relationship, I, I think we both know is very important, um, obviously. Yeah. But we want to just, you know, hear your um, your perspective on that and just mental health and relationships in general, whether it be friendships, the person you're dating, um, and talking about it openly and having that open communication. Should, should we go first? I feel like this is a pretty heavy question I, to put the guests on first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys go first. So basically just open up and tell us about us. Tell us your <laughs> deepest, darkest issues and how you address those in your day And then we'll tell ours after, but we want to hear yours first. <laughs> Um, no, I feel obviously we're very comfortable with talking about our, our, uh, um, difficulties, struggles and our coping me- mechanisms. So yeah, let's go first. Oh, you want me to go? First? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I will say again, like Madison said, we definitely are very open about the fact that anxiety is a real thing that exists in both of our lives whether Mm -hmm. it be um like to a higher degree or lesser but I think I'm a huge proponent of like communicating so I think first things first you have to be open and honest about it and you have to tell the other person like hey this is how I am this is how I deal with my anxiety this I have anxiety first and foremost like you have to like mention that but I think that like a good relationship is based off the fact that they understand how you cope with things. Like Nick knows that when I get anxiety, sometimes like I need a hug. Sometimes I need him to like literally leave 
the room and just like not talk to me. But I think that it's hard because again, everybody, I think to some degree has anxiety. So sometimes one person is struggling and the other person's like, Hey, let me help you. Let me like carry you through this, whatever. But then sometimes when you both have anxiety at the same time, that can be like where it kind of struggles. Cause both people are like, Oh my God, like I need help. And what's going on? Yeah. I will say for me, like I definitely struggle a lot more than Ross does in that aspect of our lives. Like my biggest thing that I do when I'm super anxious is like bite my nails. Like it's honestly like tragic how bad they are. (laughs) Logan is showing us his bite nails as we speak. (laughs) And it's like, it's my only way to like cope with it. And people are like, you need to just stop. And like, I, I literally can't, like, I don't know how to explain to someone, like, it's not possible. Like, this is the only way I can handle the emotional state I'm going through or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, over time, he's, through my communication and through just dealing with certain things that we've gone through together, like, I've been able to express, like, hey, look, like, this is a really rough time for me. And, like, I feel like the more you talk about it, even if the person can't relate and that they don't experience anxiety to the severity or the degree that you do, if you're very open with why you're feeling that way, they can be really receptive to how to help you get through that. And I will say, I feel like through my communication with both you and like Ross and like other friends in my life, like my best friend, Caroline, like she's been friends with me for seven years. So when she just asked me to be her bridesmaid she or her maid of honor, she wrote this like long emotional like note to me. And it a lot of it kind of addressed not just mental health, but like all the shit that we've been through together and like how she's been able to like acknowledge when I've been going through really rough patches or I've been able to acknowledge when she has been. And I feel like that's honestly one of the most key bonding factors in a friendship to make it last. Like if you're not there for someone and they're like, roughest lowest periods like you can't be there for them in their highest periods right and I like your point too like knowing that somebody's in their roughest lowest period without necessarily them telling you like I think that's a good like thing to have in any relationship in a friendship in a romantic relationship but like kind of being able to pick up on those things like hey notice that you haven't really been like acting yourself um like what's going on kind of thing yeah. because I know like a- what can I do yeah and not even asking them sometimes just doing things that you know will help without even any sort of communication yeah like without putting them on the spot be like hey I know you're probably having a lot of fucking anxiety right now because I can tell because you're biting your nails like <laughs> do you need help and instead just being like hey I know when Madison gets anxious like she would like to just like go to yoga class or like get um like a coffee or something like just don't say anything just bring a coffee or am I just texting be like hey let's go to yoga class like you know and I I really do think that stuff works right um I know for me like working out and stuff like that and just making time for things like that if one of my friends brings it up to me it, it comes more to the forefront of my mind that's even more important for me to like focus on that and my mental health exactly all right Logan follow that up (laughs) wow okay um so people who 
know me know that I am no stranger to anxiety either. I am, I've always been a very anxious uh, person. Um, just like Madison, I have a horrible habit of, of biting my nails. I've done it for as long as I can remember. And I, I can't stop. I went through a phase um, where my ex-girlfriend would paint my nails with clear nail polish mm -hmm. to try to get me to stop. And not even that did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I just picked the nail polish off. Yeah, that's exactly what that's I did. One of my nervous habits, I pick my nail polish off, but I don't bite them. So, so um, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, so I won't re reveal the details because prob that's probably not the best, but I texted you both something this last week, um, a situation that Wanda and I had to go through, um, a, a, real, a real bad bad thing that happened on her part. And, um, and I really learned, um, I, I really, I did, I've just, I don't know, it, it, it matured me more because I've never had to deal with something so big in a relationship before um i i don't know i was there for her instantly and i know she really appreciated that like i came up she called me and i came over like you know i was i was on with you guys i was on the phone with you guys yeah no and i mean i do think that like being able to immediately respond to something that your significant other or your friend is going through being able to be there at a moment's notice is so important um, even without the masking it's like yeah you, you just know like they say like no I'm fine I don't need you like and sometimes they don't need you but sometimes you know like read between the lines they need me there yeah I mean like I feel like all of us are very similar in that like obviously we all deal with anxiety a lot of people that deal with anxiety try to brush it off because it's like it's one of those like mental health topics that's like kind of like one of those things that's like pushed to the side because it's not such a life-threatening thing you know like yeah. it's not as big as another mental illness that might actually like like depression or something that could right. like have a serious impact on your life but like it does have a serious impact on your life and like, honestly anxiety is is pretty like strongly linked to depression so exactly so it's just it it should be taken more serious i think it's one of those things that people don't take it as seriously because people are like, oh my God, like I'm so anxious or whatever. And like, obviously everyone says that sometimes when they maybe not, maybe they don't mean it as seriously, which I think is what destigmatizes it so much, which is almost part of the problem. Like right. people don't take it so seriously when it is something that probably should be taken more seriously. Something that, that people should have deeper conversations about because something that honestly I would say probably like more than 50% of our population struggles with something oh, yeah. that we should be having conversations about all the time. Yeah. I think our generation has been really good about teaching us to talk about mental health in a positive way. Um, like just through social media alone in the last year, I've seen so much more discussion and openness about the topic, but, and I hope that only continues to improve because I know when I was younger, it definitely wasn't something that was ever talked about or ever regarded as honestly anything that should be taken seriously. So I have a question actually for you, Logan, um, yeah. from the male perspective. I know that a lot of times, like not to be sexist, but that guys kind of tend to be like the, oh, I'm stronger. I 
don't get sad. I don't cry. Like I'm not anxious, whatever. I will be the rock for you. Like my problems aside, like what's going on with you kind of thing. And even if it's not the girl having problems, like even if the girl's like, Hey, I'm here for you. Like what's going on? The guy's like, Nope, I'm fine. Totally fine. Nothing's going on. So like, (laughs) how do you, how do you kind of feel about that? And like, what is your advice to guys to kind of like open up or maybe you should keep your emotions in? Like, I don't agree with that, but what do you think? I think that's um, BS. I think a lot of guys are lying. Um, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that, but they just want a minute. I've been, I've always been very emotional um, and very open about it. I've never been one to hide it. Uh, if I'm upset, like I'm just going to call you or text you and just be like, Hey, I'm upset. Can we talk? Can we hang out? Can we do anything? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of guys that, that like you just said, um, have this whole, like, I'm holier than, you know, anxiety can't get me. It's like, it's like the macho man perspective. Right. Yeah, They have this like, almost it's almost like the old traditional like men are strong and women cry or you know women are weak (laughs) kind of thing guys guys knock it off we all struggle with things we you you don't have to hide them it's 2020 look at the world right now you you don't need to pretend that you're not sad that you're like everyone is freaking the fuck out that your dog just ran away like you can openly say you're sad about it no one's going to judge you if anything people are going to be there to help you and be there for you Um, exactly i've never been um mr macho like i'm sad and nobody nobody talked to me i just (laughs) i see that as bitch behavior men yes oh hell yeah open up i will say like it's it's fairly attractive for guys to be emotionally mature like i uh, by no means do i want to cry like guy like crying on my lap every day but like i i have dated the very overly emotional guy and when i am the less emotional person in the relationship it's a red flag it, it becomes a turn off because i'm emotional as fuck like i cry at the drop of a hat so. yeah. yeah i mean that's I cry when they move that bus in Extreme Makeover Home Edition. So, <laughs> so as long as you can hold me during that, like we're good. But I got you ninety eight percent of the time. Ross gives me shit because I cry in like every TV show episode slash movie we watch. Literally, I cry at like commercials. Like those get me. Like the fucking Subaru commercials. Like I don't know what they like put in their commercials that just makes me instantly cry. But. I thought you were going to say, like, the um, ASPCA one. No, those are, like, too sappy for me. But, like, the super <laughs> commercials where, like, they throw in, like, the blind person, like, the old people. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, they really got me there. But, no, I really, I really like your takes on that because I think a lot of guys need to, need to hear that. Like, stop being a fucking bitch. Like, being a bitch doesn't mean crying and being emotional like being a bitch means like hiding your emotions pretending like you're somebody that you're not because you're only doing yourself injustice by like shoving all of these like like emotions under the rug you're eventually gonna just implode and i mean why do you think men have midlife crises yeah 
crises. Crises, yeah. <laughs> the same thing as the crises. It's okay. Um, men, such a complex question. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, we don't understand clearly. So, hey, I we're think, we're trying. I think guys just like to lie to themselves um, and have that macho man thing again, like. I, I, I'm the same way I cry at TV shows. I cry when I'm watching a play and the music gets so loud and overwhelming. I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. Like, <laughs> I, I cry when I watch The Lion King or most Disney movies. So maybe, yeah. I'm, just, maybe I'm just a bitch, but guys, yeah. you shielding your emotions because you're afraid of being a bitch is just making you a bitch. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, honestly, I feel like I kind of shield my emotions sometimes. I've always kind of been that way because I'm a bit of a perfectionist, which is my other, <laughs> my other thing. It's like having anxiety while being a per- perfectionist, like do not go hand in hand. <laughs> um, so it's tough. Cause it's like, I want, I want to be perfect all the time. So I, I shove that away. And then all of a sudden there'll be a trigger and then I'm like bawling my eyes out watching a Subaru commercial or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it just all comes out. But I think, I think it's good to share. And I, it's good to hear that you are so open with your emotions and that you feel like you've been there to support your girlfriend through her emotional ups and downs as well. Cause I just feel like having that open line of communication is so important in a relationship. And nowadays i feel like you know we watch the bachelor and stuff and people like tell their their sob story and you're like oh my god they're like emotionally connecting but like me telling you that like my dog died when i was seven like isn't really like (laughs) that big of a game changer for our relationship you know yeah she's she's also to spin it around always been very good at 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 being there for me when i need it because i struggle with a lot of things too um and she and she's always been there very at the drop of a hat as well um gosh i had a really good point damn it <laughs> but um but yeah i'm oh yeah so i'm not me and her both are very emotionally mature we're not any of that like are you okay i'm fine bullshit like if we're upset, we're going to talk to each other about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I've still said the I'm fine thing probably in the last six months. And it's, but I it's know. also, again, <laughs> when you're with the right person, they know that I'm fine means you're not fine. And they're not just going to, like, keep prying. They're just going to be like, okay, yeah. is this why? And you're going to be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, I, when, I was, when I was younger, I would just see, I would see the, I would get hit with the I'm fine message and be like, okay. But, like, now I'm just like, are you, though? really break it down and then usually they'll open up but right don't hit me with that i'm fine i know you're not fine no one's fine none of us are fine fine. but i will say so like kind of in between the whole like guys you need to be super emotional and like guys you need to be super macho i do agree that like majority of the time a girl needs like a strong guy like they need a rock because again not to be sexist but i think that girls are very are more emotional and more anxious than guys typically, maybe not, but I, I like, somebody said this to me the other day, they were talking about their marriage and they were like, you know what? Like, it's definitely a partnership, like through and through, like when I'm struggling, they're like, Hey, get on my back. I got you. Like, I will carry you through this. But then like, maybe at the drop of a hat, like 
they're like, you know what? You're struggling. Like get on my back. Like I'll carry you through this too. And like, I think it's kind of a switch off because I think that is really an equal partnership and even an equal marriage. If you're in that, like if you're in that phase, but I think it's kind of recognizing that nobody is going to be strong all the time. Like not one of you is going to be like always carrying the other or whatnot, but it's really just like a, a trade-off and knowing that you have to be strong sometimes, but then when you're struggling, the other person can help you. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. hundred percent. In the jungle. Wait, is that that from the Lion King? <laughs> Kuna Matata. Oh yeah. Logan put um, the Lion zoom King background. zoom background. I've never done one of the fun zoom backgrounds. I really want to try it. Not right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we don't have to do it right now. I was just saying in life. Yeah. Um, work Zoom meeting since I've been back in the office. So I don't have yeah. the ability to do like fun Zoom backgrounds, you know? Yeah. But I totally support the fun Zoom backgrounds. Oh, are we going to space real quick? Woo. Wow, you're in space right now. Look, we're in San Fran. Oh my God, I wish I was in San Fran. Look, we're San. in San Fran enjoying a glass of wine. And Cheers. The- Napa Valley wine. um all right well i feel like that that pretty much wraps up the episode yeah i hate to end on such like a negative uh like topic but i feel like it was kind of positive you know what let me let me just throw in a quick millennial news of the week (laughs) this is only going to be a quick little brief 30 minute second segment 30 minute segment (laughs) 30 seconds (laughs) can you tell the wine's gotten to me yet okay um millennial news of the week there is a one blockbuster left remaining in the entire united states and they are turning it into an airbnb oh my god i saw that for like a 90 sleepover four dollars a night yeah only four dollars a night why do i it's in oregon though it's like in the middle of bumfuck oregon (laughs) i will say that like my family were long stands of blockbuster oh we were the biggest blockbuster fan like netflix was out and my family was still doing like the two movie per weekend like rental oh yeah we were doing that and we were also getting the we had the netflix delivery service when they delivered yeah my parents had that too yeah and then also when (laughs) blockbuster went bankrupt i lived in this really small town in high school and we had, like, a video store that was literally called, like, Family Video. And it was, like, the local video store that wasn't even, it wasn't even a chain. It That's was like just... some, like, Napoleon Dynamite shit, like. No, we straight up had that. <laughs> and so I'm here for this Blockbuster Airbnb. I want to go stay in it. I, I think I might just fly to Oregon for the weekend. Yeah. Um, i with you. I, I was a big Blockbuster stand as well. To think that Blockbuster could have bought netflix i know idiot very very small price but blockbuster they are that that's survival of the fittest folks that's that's business <laughs> that's that's uh, that's just how it works i feel bad for the blockbuster family that's all i'm saying oh yeah for sure but i mean sometimes that's just how it be i mean all i want honestly is one of the blockbuster um you know how they had the sleeves for the, um, not even the DVDs back in the day when they still had tapes? Yeah. I want the Blockbuster like tape outline that has like the Blockbuster 
branding on it and stuff. Just for the vintage vibe. So vintage. Why do I keep disappearing? <laughs> but anyways, that's my, my millennial news of the week because the millennials will relate to the blockbuster vibes. Oh, love 100%. The, love the blockbuster vibes. Well, Logan, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad that you were able to hop on with us today. We had a great time with you. And hey, yeah, go ahead, I had and, a lot of go fun ahead too. and plug your socials. Yeah, plug all the socials, all the podcasts, everything. Damn, all right, buckle in, folks. Um, first of all, you can just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at LoganLewis96. Um, go subscribe, uh, rate, and review the Binge Boys podcast, the Whatever I Want podcast, and What Are We uh, across Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. Hit us up on Instagram, the Binge Boys podcast, as well as What Are We podcast, and Whatever Logan Wants, uh, all on Instagram, no Twitters, and then follow Binge Media on Twitter. Uh, Binge Media One is the, uh, is the handle there, and then Binge Media on Instagram as well. Too many handles. I hope you guys are taking notes. <laughs> someone, someone better have their notes app open right now, ready please, to write this all down. Don't waste your time and put all those in the description. Just put me and binge media and they can find the rest. <laughs> yes, we will, we will um, definitely do that. Yeah, but thank you for the opportunity. I've listened for quite a while and uh, it's a huge honor for me. So. Oh, well, Aww. we're glad to have you on. That means so much. Even though you didn't know what the Millies were called, um, we still forgive you. <laughs> Even though you are a Millie. I am a Millie. A Millie, um, a Millie, a Millie, a Millie. <laughs> well, everyone, follow us, obviously, on Twitter and Instagram at Mills and Mimosas. And you guys know our personals. And buy some sunglasses from Johnny Fly. Use the code Mimi20 or johnnyflyco.com slash millennials and mimosas. And tweet or instagram dm i guess a picture of us with you wearing them and we will be so 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 excited because this is our first real sponsor and we want you guys to be a part of it so yeah all right guys thanks for listening this week we will see you next week live from the white comforter all right bye bye <laughs>